Barbecue Break family. Welcome to Canada's News Barbecue Podcast Show. My name is Rob Tuzzi. Today, I am coming at you with my two beautiful, talented barbecue sisters. Please welcome to the show, everybody, Betty Lou and Peggy Sue. <laughs> Wait. Our girls get an introduction before we do. I love it. Wait, wait, what? I got it wrong. <laughs> Robert, wait, you know what? You could call us anything, and we would respond to it. But yeah, those oh. are the names of our beloved spring green kettles. We love those girls. So if you want to introduce them before us, what? Robert, there, that is no problem. It's, it's, it's not you. I thought it was you, the barbecue <laughs> entertainers. Maybe we should change our names. Those are great names. We did select them ourselves. You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kiki, Manny, Barbecue Sisters, they are Canadian entertainers. They've got everything when it comes to the grill covered. They're here for us. And I appreciate you joining me on my brand new Canadian barbecue podcast show called Barbecue Break. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, so uh, if you're ready... I'm ready. Robert, we are beyond ready. And we are so, so honored that you did just start this podcast. And we are already on the show. We're so excited to be here. And I'm, Robert, honestly, I'm so glad that you did start a podcast. Because I feel like you're the perfect person to have a podcast. Does he not have the best voice? He does. He, he really does. A, and it's like a, it's a legendary voice. Everybody knows he's coming at you. Yeah. And I'm coming at everybody in the great city of Toronto. So why don't you tell our listeners where Matt and Kiki are coming at us from right now? So right now we're in Oshawa. We're not at the grill studio. The grill studio. So contrary to popular belief, Maddie and I don't actually live together. We wish we did, though. <laughs> so Maddie lives in Oshawa, and that's where we are right now. So on the bigger scale of things, everybody listening in, uh, Toronto, Canada, uh, the center of the universe, uh, where they're located is probably, uh, I don't know, depending on traffic, you know, approximately 40-minute drive uh, east of the downtown core of the great city of Toronto. So they're not far. Um, so happy you've joined me today. Listen, um, I know you've expressed you're happy. I've uh, invited you on to my show, but I'm the one who's flabbergasted because we've had some uh, fun times together. And uh, over the last couple of years, you invited me on to a, a couple of your little uh, shows and segments. And We've had some great conversations, so uh, I'm happy uh, you're joining me today. Well, we were just talking about this the other day. It actually has been a few years since we've known each other now. And who would have guessed that, like, our relationship would have evolved so much? You're doing a barbecue podcast now. Like, that is incredible. Yeah. Oh, Hold on. Hold on, folks. Talking about evolving, we've got some breaking news coming over the wires. According, according to a Mecca barbecue information website titled www.welovefire.com. Oh, my God. This is breaking, folks. This is unbelievable. <laughs> they, they, you know who they is? Manny Kiki, the Barbecue Entertainers of Canada. They just were just nominated into the top 10 list. Top 10 list of North America's best barbecue experts oh my mind is blown i can't believe actually I, I can believe it because i know you but this is a great accomplishment my, congratulations <laughs> this is incredible. breaking news 
Thank you so much, Robert. That is so sweet of you to say. We are we could not be more honored to be on that list. Like that came as such a huge shock to us. And we just really, really can't believe it. Did you see some of the names on that list? There's Canadian okay, hold on, barbecue hold on. royalty hold on, on there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I these names, I don't know. Some people may know these names, but th there's guys on here. I, Aaron Franklin. Who the hell's that guy? I don't know that. Guy. Myron Mixon. Come on, who's the? Who are these guys? R Stephen Raiklin. Who's ever heard of these? Guys? No neighbors. Come on. <laughs> but but you have joined. You have joined a couple of your fellow great Canadian greats, such as Rob Rainford and the Godfather Ted Reader. What an accomplishment. Of course, I'm kidding about the first few names, but this is an incredible uh, privileged list to be on. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And it, it's so crazy to us because Ted Reader and Rob Rainford have been such an inspiration to us growing up and getting into the industry. And, and there are barbecue idols. We yeah. are on, it's, it's mind blowing that they are guys that we grew up watching. We love them. And right. now we are on a list with them like i i still we are still in complete shock about it like we opened that article and maddie and i literally looked at each other and burst out laughing like we were like how like how did this happen yeah. how did we get here two little girls from oshawa on this crazy list <laughs> yeah i mean this is a testament to your dedication to your passion to the knowledge that you bring to that grill you're always sharing it amongst uh, everyone uh listening and do you know why you're the only two women on that list? Well, to, Robert, that's a great question. And we don't know why, but we... I know why. I know why. Then. Why? <laughs> because you're the best in Canada, period. Oh, oh my goodness. Robert, you're making so us blush. You're so sweet. Listen. We, uh, we, we truly think that there are so many incredible, amazing, talented women who are rocking the world of barbecue currently right now and that list not only does it need to be bigger but it needs to feature some of those incredible women like we hope in a yeah. few years a list like that will be more balanced between men and women not that it comes down to gender at all but it, it would just be nice to see more more women on a list like that yeah without a doubt i i i learn from you two each and every day but yes i do see your grilling sisters on there I am motivated by what they're creating. It is absolutely phenomenal. They're putting together some creative, tasty meals. Um, it's just so exciting uh, for the entire uh, Canadian barbecue scene to uh, be represented with, uh, represented with the great grilling gods, the elites of the uh, grilling world. And uh, congratulations for making that epic top 10 uh, list. Thank you so much, Robert. It's like, it is, like I said, it's such a huge honor. And we are still shaking our heads every day about it. We're in disbelief. Like it's one of those moments we'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Amazing. It's that moment I, like I had when I first met you two. I remember I'll that moment forget. like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, just to everybody, <laughs> to everyone listening right now. The first time we ever met Mr. Robert Tuzzi was at 2018 Smoke Show. And he came <laughs> over to us with his phone out and he was shooting live. And he was coming at us live at Smoke Show. And, and do you was... remember, remember <laughs> Maddie and I in unison yelled out, Tuzzi Traeger Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was epic. We were so yeah. excited. He came to our table. We were like, oh my goodness, there he is in the flesh. This is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 made my show. It was a great moment, and I and I appreciate it so much. Um, you know, 
I still, to this day, I get intimidated by certain dishes that I'm going to be grilling. Um, it, so, some days, you know, I'm in a zone. I can't do anything wrong. It just turns out well and everybody enjoys it. Other days for the life of me, I, I can't put together a freaking half decent good steak if my life depended on it. So it just all of us. It really does. You know what? Just tell us for the average backyard griller listening out there, uh, just to create a better successful meal. Can you just maybe give them uh, three top tips that uh, you could suggest around that uh, grill? We love this question. We get asked it all the time. And these are not crazy life-changing answers. The answer that we always give our number one tip for the grill is make sure the grill has been properly preheated. We're talking at least 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah, that's a good one. And we always tell people, people ask where we get our inspiration for the dishes that we make on the grill. We are very inspired by what we want to eat. So we always try to tell people, if you have a craving for something, do a lot of research, figure out how to make it properly and just attack. Yeah. Like just figure out how to make it on the grill. If it, Robert, like you just said, if it's not a smashing success the first time, that's okay right. too. Right. Well, this is uh, this is how we learn. Absolutely. Exactly. And I would say the last really great tip that we always have for people is the food will tell you when it's ready to be moved. Exactly. On a grill. So again, going back to the first tip, if it's been properly preheated, when the food is ready to be turned over, flipped over, it will tell you. Right. It has a doneness indicator. So food releases itself when it's ready. If it's not ready, it'll just stick on and it's trying to tell you. I don't want to be flipped yet. Yeah, the char level isn't there. When it's red, when when it when the beautiful grill marks have been achieved, it's ready to be turned. So sometimes people will just stand there and keep trying to pull it. That's when you're going to have some epic fails. Yeah. You know what? I I've had my fair share of those. You know, <laughs> took me it took me a while to understand the the language of chicken because uh, <laughs> that chicken will pull apart off that grill grate once it's ready to be flipped over. But if it doesn't pull off uh, effortlessly and cleanly. Then it's not ready, and one my one of my biggest faults is just not having enough patience around the grill growing up. I, I'm just a, an impatient kind of guy. I just want it done. That's yeah. a, that's actually a very good tip too. You gotta have patience because you're right. We yeah, all get absolutely. impatient. We all want to eat. We all want to see those grill marks. But you're right. Having yeah. patience is key. Correct. Uh, so before you made this epic top ten list, <laughs> your your previous careers created a, a different kind of top 10 list if you if you if you wouldn't want to say you know it kind of lasted 10 years you were working in the field of psychology yes and, and i know i know because i'm your brother i know these things your number one on that list was to change career paths and become full-time barbecue entertainers <laughs> that's crazy that you know that robert that was number one for years that was, our <laughs> that was number one on that list yeah it was about 10 years that we worked in, in the fields of psychology and right. Manny and I actually took psychology in school. We've always been this close. We literally took every single university class together yeah. and right. we really did not like that industry, even in university. I don't know why we picked it. Like well, we, thought, <laughs> we, we thought we were making the responsible choice. Sometimes people think if you're passionate about something, I don't know why, but sometimes people think that's not the responsible choice. Yeah. But now we're being where we are now. We always try and like pass on our wisdom to people because now we've lived this. If you are passionate about something, you need to follow that passion. And you know what? If you're right. not passionate about something, 
you'll spend your entire life not enjoying what you're doing. Because even over time, over those 10 years, Maddie and I tried to do things to make ourselves feel better about those jobs, but it didn't, it never worked. We still came home and fired up our girls and we're like, why can't we be doing this? Yeah, it is so true. It's so easy to say, follow your passions, follow your dreams, but you two made it happen. And uh, I was so excited for the both of you when, when, when I read your Instagram post of saying, guys, today was our last day at work. We're going into a uh, barbecue full time. We're going to make entertaining careers out of this. Um, wow. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. And, you know, for those of you listening and you don't already follow at Maddie and Kiki, uh, go to their Instagram page, scroll all the way down to the very first post. It's epic. It's epic. It's just a picture of a, a, a stuffed turkey, I think. And the oh caption, the caption, the caption, the caption was very simple. It said, free range, baby. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's so fitting. It's so fitting because you both left your full-time um, careers for barbecue freedom. So, you know, you, you just wanted to follow in your passion and to make it happen. So I'm just so damn proud of you that you've actually... Uh, done this because you know as you can tell listeners I'm a damn big fan of yours and uh, much respect for doing that free range baby all the way thank you well, so Robert, much Robert you are barbecue brother we we are again so honored to be on this podcast with you and we're gonna be honest with you when we did decide to leave our jobs we're not saying it was all roses and sunshine and wonderful feelings we had we were absolutely terrified when we the minute that we decided to make that change it was one right. of the scariest decisions that we have ever made. And we went back and forth on that decision for years. Like we had to gain up the kahunis, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it, that, well, wasn't, that wasn't uh, easy. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is kahunis a fruit or a vegetable? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yes, it's could a delicacy. You, could, you me, could you explain these to our listeners in layman terms, please? <laughs> we had to get the balls to quit our job. Oh oh, yeah, baby. I was going to say, guys, Kiki just went there. Leave it to Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> well yes, you know yes, it was definitely it was definitely absolutely terrifying and we're not trying to say following your barbecue dreams or following your passion is a walk in the park it takes extreme dedication extreme hard work you got to push past those those feel those feelings of absolute fear and terror and oh my goodness what did i just do but we promise if you do push past that and if you do give it a hundred percent it will be the best decision you've ever made in your life. Totally. Are you listening to this inspiration, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> if you are on the fence of anything in your life, you, you need, you know, entrepreneurs and motivational speakers tell you this all the time. You need to go all in. Yeah. You need to jump in with both feet and you don't look back because you will make it happen. And again, props to both of you. Um, Two cojones plus another two cojones. I'm talking the four of the sexiest cojones around, baby. <laughs> amazing. Oh, my goodness. Just Thanks, amazing. I love it. I love it. So tell us, back in 2013, um, you decided to go and approach a local TV station. Talk to us about that. Yes, so we had always been interested in behind the scenes in television production. We're huge fans of, of television and what goes on behind the scenes. So we had been volunteering at our local Rogers TV station. 
and we were seeing different people pitch different shows and we thought we always have thought well why can't we do that so after volunteering there for for a little while we decided to pitch a show they were crazy enough to pick it up and say yes to us crazy girls and we got our very own first cooking show and from there we got our first on camera type work and we it was it was one of the best experiences that we've ever had we, yeah, that, we are producing our show working full-time day job producing a show entirely in the evenings and like literally not sleeping a lot but having a blast wow. along the way and that's wow. kind of where it all started for us and that's where we um were given this little barbecue by um like a local appliance store and we had nice. taken it to a car shop to try to get it painted no one would paint it for us so then finally maddie and i just bought some high heat car paint and painted flames all over it we wanted it to look like a 50s car with those like you know those vintage flames yeah 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 awesome. so so that's where it all started we had this little weird barbecue had rhinestones on it and then we would just travel all around make barbecued food outside and then we just started getting known for barbecue and then that's where it kind of launched for yeah, us because our first wow. season was a, was a specific it was specifically an in-studio production but season two yes. we were like no we're ready to take this on the road and we want to show how we can throw down on the grill so that was our huge beautiful taking season two on the road wow that 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 was an eye-opener without a doubt for sure <laughs> yeah it really and everyone was. kept being like wait so you guys are the hosts of the show you're the producers of the show and you guys sure. are going to be grilling and we were like yeah that's that's what we're going to be doing and then that's when it started being like this weird thing that we were women and we were grilling and we were like that was news to us because our mom taught us how to grill so female grillers have been huge in our life for our entire lives nice you're 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 writing the script you're recipe planning you're grilling it you're the face of it yeah that's a hell of a lot of responsibility but uh look who made it happen folks the cojones system <laughs> We may steal that. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to get back to your show in a second, but you mentioned your mom, inspiration, uh, dedication. She was there. You were there for her. I mean, I can't imagine the epic cooking growing up in your household between the, all three of you. Well, Robert, as a fellow Italian, you know, food is at the heart of every Italian family. <laughs> Our to have a barbecue spin to it. So that's how we grew up. We loved, we always loved seeing our mom rock the grill. And that's, she totally so inspired us. So that is so funny. Um, and it's so true. Um, you know, growing up Italian, we watched our nonnas, our grandmothers, our mothers, our great grandmothers, uh, super nonnas, as I call them. <laughs> You know, we watch them use nothing but flour and water and create a, a pizza dough, create a pizza, uh, a, a bread loaf, uh, banging out all kinds of different pastas. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? There's a factory in this freaking house all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. So, and, and that's it's too perfect because it takes me to this episode on your traveling show in season two. And hopefully you recall the, this episode, but it was titled... WTF exclamation mark. I, I don't even know what that acronym stands for, but what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, it said, it said breakfast in a sock. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? You know what? T do you remember that episode? 
I don't actually remember that one. I don't. I think I recall. Were we camping in that episode? You were camping, and not only were you camping one. You not only were you camping, but you made a s'mores coffee, which was unbelievable. I've never even heard of such a coffee. I didn't even know it was possible to be made. But do you remember what you grilled on that episode? Yes. I do now. Now I do. Because I remember because so, our dad was obsessed with those. That's like what our dad okay. still talks about that to this day. Oh, <laughs> your dad's the best. Tell, listen, tell, tell us what the hell was breakfast in a sock? What was on that grill? We made breakfast calzones. So in the true Italian fashion, obviously something's going to be a calzone. <laughs> Right. You have to make that with the dough. Of course, yeah. And then it had everything to do with breakfast in a delicious little pocket. So we had some eggs, some beans. I think we had had hash browns, bacon. bacon. And because our show at that time had a large foraging, like in a wild aspect to it, we also included garlic scapes, as I recall. Amazing. A couple years now. It's hard to remember. That feels like a century ago. I know. You know... I, I, along with many, many of my viewers, we've seen literally thousands upon thousands of pictures and posts throughout social media. But I, this is why I love you too, but I I have never seen anything like what you created on that episode. It's incredible. I mean, I make breakfast all kinds of different ways, but never, never folded up in a calzone. It's like a Panzerati breakfast, like and a s'mores coffee to boot. I, I, I was like, wow. Epic! Next level! We're going to have to bring that one back. If Toosie likes it, we're going to have to recreate it. I know. I didn't think it was that special, but he's making it sound like my mouth is watering just thinking about it again. Special! Oh, that was epic. It was fantastic. I mean, this is what sets you guys apart, is your creativity. I mean, you got this ability. I mean, you took a simple breakfast, and you took it to a whole next level of experience. And, And... you make it look easy. I, I watched that video. And I'm like, damn, not only is this something I've never heard of, I've never seen before, but shit, I can make this. This is pretty damn good. This is incredible. And it just motivates me to get out there and make it happen. So okay, amazing. That makes us so, so happy because that is what we are all about. We're not trying to make complicated, crazy, fancy food. But the whole point about food is that First of all, if you're posting it online, you want to inspire people to try it for themselves, but you don't want to make it so intimidating that people can't feel like they can make it themselves. So that makes me so happy that it is coming across like it's a simple, it's simple food to make because we are all about that. Yes. And I'm telling you, Barbecue Break family, the listeners out there, uh, you need to attempt the new foods. You need to try new cooking methods, try out the different ingredients uh, Maddie and Kiki, if you follow them, they're always putting together fantastic new creative spins on dishes that you would not think. Like, you had this nectarine arugula pizza the other day. I mean, I was salivating. This was incredible. I mean, I, I'm Italian. I've seen my share of pies. This one was, it was amazing. Yeah, that one That one was a pretty, pretty darn delicious creation. It had that crunchy bee pollen on there. We were, that, I have to say, that took it to the next level, the bee pollen. And is there something about yeah. honey drizzled over a hot za? Like, oh, let me tell you. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get drizzled, I'll tell you. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maddie, uh, I got a question for you. Where did the, the food passion uh, begin for you? specifically for me 
Yes. Well, I think that for, for me and probably for Kiki as well, we grew, we were part of the Food Network generation. So Food Network right. started a, like in, I feel like, the late 90s. And everybody was drawn to it because we obviously all knew the TV chefs back in the day. They were all sporadically on different networks. But Food Network was the first one to compile all these talented artists together and make an entire network of it. And every, Kiki and I used to watch that like it was Sesame Street for some kids. Yeah, you know what? I share that uh, exact same sentiments. That channel was always on in my house until my uh, kids were born. Yes, like it's it's that's that's the way it was at our house too. And it's you can't not watch that and be inspired to go and do things. And so that's why for us, the fact that we're on a list with Rob Rainford, he he is one of the kings of the grill. He like yeah. like licensed yeah. the grill. That that changed yeah. how yeah. we thought of grilling. Yes. He gave me and everybody else our license. It's amazing. <laughs> no, he totally, he did. totally did. Absolutely. Kiki, uh, Kiki, baby, tell us, tell us, at what point um, did you realize that you were going to go into the barbecue direction, like instead of any other direction? But what is it like? What clicked that said, oh, shoot, barbecue is where I want to be? I don't, you know, that's a really, that's, that is a very, very good question. I know, it's hard to pinpoint when we did make that decision. Yeah. I remember even being like a very, very young kid and renting out the same grilling cookbook from the school library over and over oh, and wicked. over. And I remember the librarian oh, wow. saying to me, like, don't you want to check out something new this week? And I remember being like, no, like I love the fire pictures and I love the grill shots. And for some reason, I just wanted to keep reading that book. So it's like, it's, it's kind is. of always been in us. Yeah. You know what? Every time uh, we go shopping, my wife and I and the kids, uh, I'll disappear. And I'm always at the book section, looking at the next uh, grilling cooking uh, books that have come out. It's, it's incredible. I just gravitate towards it. Yes. There's something still so magical about, yeah, you can find tons of fantastic recipes online, but there's still something oh. so magical about opening up a fresh cookbook and those bright images yeah. and that's where yeah. we get so much inspiration yeah, from yeah I, I i love my library of books i haven't opened them all yet but i just love them i tell you <laughs> um <laughs> maddie maddie who who in this cooking world of ours inspires you to this day right now who's who's your inspiration so that's an easy one for me i'm gonna have to go with again one of our barbecue idols mr teddy reader he to oh, us wow. If anybody out there watching has not heard of Ted Reader, first of all, why are you guys late to this party? And second of all, Absolutely. he he literally is incredible when it comes to thinking up new delicious creations. He he thinks of barbecue and the art of outdoor cookery in a completely different way than anyone that I've ever personally seen. Absolutely. Yeah, and he like we're so proud. He is a Canadian. He's a Canadian. He put the Canadian barbecue scene on the mark. Like he totally. really did. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, he's a tremendous inspiration uh, to many of us here in Canada, but uh, worldwide, it's a, it's incredible his inspiration. Yes, how so, far reaching it is. That's an easy. That's an easy answer for me today. Today, to this day, he's he's a huge inspiration. Now I still yeah. can't believe yeah. that I get to say this, oh. but we consider him one of our good friends. And I would like if you could have told me ten years ago that I'd be referring to the Godfather of the Grill as one of our friends, I would have been like, that yeah. is not true. That's not going to happen. But we can say to this day, yes, it has happened. So 
you never know how life's gonna unfold. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Kiki, mm-hmm. so right now in the entire cooking world, not just in the world of barbecue, but who, who do you consider right now to be your icon? Oh, that's a very good one. Um, I'm loving these questions. These are that's really why, good ones. That's why this barbecue break podcast is going to be great <laughs> because these questions are hard hitting questions. These are some stumpers. Yep. This is a real stumper. I'm going to have to, I'm not trying to be Miss America right now, but I'm going to have to go with my sister, Maddie Longo. Oh my goodness. Oh. Maddie, I, I get by Maddie daily. Okay. Oh and goodness. she she is the one who not only inspires me to keep doing this, I take inspiration from her. I feel like we drive each other forward. So sometimes when we're cooking, Maddie will come up with like some amazing idea that I'm like, wow, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought to do that. So oh. she she's someone that I definitely look up to, and I feel very very fortunate to call her not only my sister but my business partner. Oh, Mama Longo, Daddy Longo, pass me a tissue, please. <laughs> oh my goodness, I know you guys. This is yeah, a that's beautiful. So you can't see me, that's but beautiful. I am just beaming with a huge <laughs> smile right now. I can't believe <laughs> my little sister just said that about me. Like, oh my goodness. She's looking up to you, girl. Oh my goodness, that that's just music to my ears, and she's right. The fact that we get to do this, we're on this journey together and we get to call each yeah. other business partners. Like that's, yeah, still, that's nice. I don't know if that's ever going to fully sink in because we're just so grateful to, to be doing this. Absolutely. You guys have a tremendous camaraderie with each other. You know each other inside out, obviously, and obviously a tremendous respect level towards each other. So um, that is so fantastic to see. Um, Maddie, let's get personal now. All right, let's do Your it. Your favorite piece. Your favorite piece of meat to put in your mouth. Which one is it? Okay, these days, I feel like I'm going to... That, that's also a good question because I, I feel like there's like five <laughs> popping up in my head right now. Hey! I, I don't say cojones! <laughs> <laughs> okay, other than those, other than those, I'd have this to This is say, a family show. This, this might be like a kind of like a boring answer, but I love yeah. a great straight up burger. It's burger. Oh, I love it. It does. It's for I I will never I will never say no to a burger. Any kind of burger. We just did shrimp burgers. Maddie's like princess cheeseburger. Yes, like I (laughs) Okay, that's another good title. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, or I was gonna say if I'm not gonna say a burger, I would definitely say a nice rack of lamb too, because you can't I know that there's some people out there, lamb kind of divides people, but if you haven't given lamb a shot, you gotta try it. It's so delicious. Yeah, that's coming from an Italian, baby. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> Kiki, I know on social media, um, I don't know, a number of months back, you've, you've, you've talked about it, you've mentioned it, you've changed your way of cooking now due to a food intolerance. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So, unfortunately, life is just that ironic. Maddie and I are in the field of barbecue, and I got very, very sick in recent years and have developed an an intolerance for all animal products. So it was a huge shock. Obviously, growing up Italian, Maddie and I had to eat everything and love everything. There's literally not one food that I don't love. Um, And so I just had to give it up cold turkey because I was so sick. Like, when I say sick, I don't mean like, oh, I had a stomach ache or, oh, I had to, like, I didn't feel that great. I was in the hospital 24-7. 
on a ton of different medications. And for oh. some reason this happened, right? Like it really, really kicked in the high gear when we left our jobs. And so we were terrified. We were like, we left our jobs. This is happening now for us. Kiki has been oh, hospitalized wow. multiple times. I had so many surgeries. I lost count of the amount of surgeries I had to have. It was just getting so crazy. And then finally, my doctors figured out that maybe it could be my diet. And so I was like kind right. of hoping that it would work because I wanted to feel better. But then on the other hand, I was kind of like, oh no, if this works, I got to give up meat and dairy. And then it worked. So fortunately and unfortunately, it did work. And right. now I feel healthier than I literally ever have in my entire life. Well, you know what? Uh, us Italians always say things happen for a reason. So yeah. obviously you're back. You're stronger than ever. Yes. And um, you're a vegan. You're cooking plant-based meals. And uh, who knows? This could be uh, maybe another new Instagram account geared to uh, Kahuna-free vegan dishes. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, we, we've learned quite a bit. Um, Through this journey, we have learned quite a bit about vegan cooking and you're right everything Absolutely. does happen for a reason and it sort of steered us in Listen. a direction to develop more vegan recipes and yep. in turn yep. inspire the barbecue family because everybody knows yes barbecue has been for years known to be a highly it's like a meat diet but now yeah, we're out correct. There, since we're learning we want to pass on what we've learned to the barbecue family as well and inspire people to maybe try a plant-based recipe. And you know what? Since Absolutely. I've come out with my new, um, my well, it's been over a year now, but since I came out with my diet change, so many other people have sent us messages saying, oh, you know what? I was kind of afraid to tell that to the barbecue community because everybody thinks right. barbecue is meat. But now we've inspired people to right. say also they have medical conditions too. So Absolutely. I mean, food intolerances, this is no uh, secret. It's out there. And more and more people are being affected, whether... It's a tolerance towards meat, a tolerance towards gluten, um, high histamine foods. The list goes on. So when you're creating awesome uh, vegan and plant-based recipes and you're delivering it off a grill, uh, that's that's impressive. It's an eye-opener and it's a welcoming sight for those people. I had uh, some guests over a couple of weeks back and I haven't done any grilled salad in a while. I, I had uh, some romaine left over and I threw it on the grill. I seasoned it up, of course, decorated with a bunch of Parmesan cheese. They were like, is this guy okay or what? <laughs> but those options are out there. Exactly. Yes. And, and in fact, they're actually very, very delicious. If mm -hmm. anyone's had a grilled salad before, it's one of the best salads you'll ever enjoy. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was delicious. It was refreshing. And, uh, and it, was a, it was a nice change from uh, usually I have a couple of cojones for dessert after I eat the meat. But uh, the salad was good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's start back on track here. Um, every time I open the TV in the morning, there you are. You're doing your media tour. You did a press tour. You're on the road. You're in front of a camera. There's a micro, uh, mic, microphone in front of you. You've got your table set up. Outside of the studio, you're bringing your kettles with you. You're cooking your Weber food, and it's coming off the grill. And people are getting up in the morning. They're watching what you're creating. They're like, who are these beautiful gorgeous grilling goddesses i need to be doing what they're doing <laughs> I, I i just love seeing that i love seeing that I, I i see it throughout social media i see your recipes in uh uh various uh print articles and your appearances are, are just non-stop and it's so nice to see because uh, you are spreading a lot of barbecue cheer and knowledge uh to everyone and 
it's throughout Canada, baby. Well, that's wonderful because that's wonderful to hear that that's how that you're seeing it so much because now during the world that we're living in right now, because of COVID, everyone's had to adapt and change and learn and grow in different ways now. And we're able to continue doing those things, but through the comfort of our backyard, which has been very interesting, very cool because Robert, as you may know, television cooking sometimes you can't, you're very limited. You're in studio. You can't be firing up. Even though we bring our kettles, you can't be firing up a kettle, a charcoal grill inside a studio. But now right. that we've been traveling across Canada, doing these media tours through the comfort of our backyard, we can operate any grill that we want. We can charcoal grill, we can pellet grill, we can gas grill. And I feel like that, that level now that we're, that we're showing it's inspiring people even further because they're seeing us actually grill and it's it's more of an inspiration absolutely um you're giving them all these options i mean how can't they get motivated they're they, they're running out of excuses whether they're gonna grill some meat or put together a beautiful plant-based meal you're, you're giving it to them all well we're trying <laughs> and, and so in doing so you're also creating a beautiful elaborate educational video library resource on your youtube channel i've been seeing these videos they're coming fast and furious and i can't get <laughs> enough of them i can't get enough of them so tell us about your youtube channel thank you so much robert we appreciate that yes we in in light of covid happening maddie and i had a lot of public appearances where we were going to be teaching live demonstrations and doing a lot of um private grill classes and that sort of thing but unfortunately we've had to cancel all of those so we thought, why not take the opportunity to take the recipes that we were going to be teaching in these classes and move them to our YouTube channel so people can enjoy them while they're home and learn about grilling in the comfort of their own homes and stay safe and also learn learn yeah. in the process. Yeah. So we've been right. having a ton of fun with those. <laughs> wow, that, that that's absolutely special. Absolutely. So, I mean, your, your resume is, is, is huge, obviously. Uh, the experience is 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 growing by the minute. Um, you've created a house blend barbecue rub, which is available on Etsy. You've recently become certified Weber grill experts. You're ambassadors to a La Piazza wood oven, and you own your own grill studio. I mean, you're taking on the world. So tell us a little bit about these uh, ventures of yours. Well, hearing those old resumes, I'm like, wow, we are really doing all of that. <laughs> the resume is getting pretty quite extensive. We're pretty nonstop. Like, we, we work very, very hard. But like the age-old saying goes, if you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life. Like we, we definitely struggle with referring to what we do as work, even though it is work. It is long hours. It is hard sometimes. But because right. we actually love it, we get to do it together. It never, we never really get to turn it off because we're just, we just love it so much. And because we were stuck in, in different jobs over the years that we didn't like, I feel like that makes us wake up grateful every single day. We know the other side of things. We know where we could be if we didn't make that change. So we wake up every single day being grateful to do what we do. And we don't want to stop. We want to keep that resume growing, <laughs> baby. Yeah, you know, it, it's all about feeding off each other. And you guys do a great job of that. And of course, uh, something I tell people all the time, uh, it's best you be grateful for all the things you have in life, no matter how big, how small, it doesn't matter. Just be grateful and uh, good things will happen. Yes, it's, that is extremely great advice. Um, 
one time when we got together, um, I overheard you guys tell this story and hopefully you can share it with us uh, because it's a great story. It happened outside an office building. I believe it was outside the Food Network headquarters. A couple of young entrepreneurs were there. <laughs> yeah, a couple of girls, Kiki, Maddie, and a couple of lookalikes. They were holding a sign. You were holding a sign. You were making a commotion. And then security showed up. So what the hell happened? Tell us. Okay, so this is one of our favorite stories to talk about because I, I still can't believe that we that we did this because it, it is actually completely insane, but leave it to us to do something like this. So but you know, decide, sorry? You know why you did it, right? Because you had the freaking collones and the cojones. That's right. That is right. You All right, sorry. Back, back, back on topic. Go ahead. Yeah, so yes, go ahead. We decided to lug our grill at the time, our little bedazzled grill, all the way down to downtown Toronto, a very busy, bustling area, all in the hopes that we would get the attention of the people working upstairs, the executives at Food Network, because we wanted a food show on our favorite network. So we had smoked, I think it was about 10 or 12 porchettas. It was a lot wow. of pork. So we smoked wow. a whole bunch of porchetta. And we got all these buns and we had all these different toppings and we had a sign that we had set up that said, come out for some eating and give us a meeting. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so we set up our grill and we just, we knew downtown Toronto, you're not allowed to barbecue, obviously, but we thought like, yeah, yeah. we're going to do our thing until we get kicked out and yeah. we're going to hope that we get a meeting before that happens. So we set up our grill. Sure enough, it's downtown Toronto. People started lining up for free food. Yeah, Robert, we have to tell you, we had no, nobody knew who we were. And that didn't stop people from lining up to try our food. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> and, and so we were so hopeful. We were so nervous. And security came out. And within, like, we were only there for maybe a half hour. And security wow. threatened to, to kick us out. They said, if we don't leave, they're going to call the police. We immediately, Robert, you know us, everybody who's listening, yeah. if you don't know us, we are two of the big, big, biggest goody two shoes you'll ever meet in your life. So we almost, <laughs> we almost started falling, but we kept our tears in check and we said, sorry, we want to continue until somebody comes out to speak with us. And even just saying that now, yeah. I'm, I'm getting scared saying, yes. because it was a terrifying moment. So that bought us a little bit more time. And so ultimately food network executives did come out and they did talk to us. Ooh. But unfortunately, wow. at that time, we didn't get a Food Network show. And the executives yeah. just said that they didn't, basically, they didn't think we had what it take. We, at, they had what it took at that time. Yeah, if anyone, if anyone out there is wondering if executives or if they tread lightly, if they're sensitive, no, they tell you what they think, how they want to say it. They're not trying to spare feelings here. Yeah, of course, we were ruined. We were so devastated. But... That is part of the journey. Yeah. And so ultimately, Maddie and I were like, no, we have to continue on. And so it, it was, was a bit of a dark time. We took it our was. It was a right. very, it was very disappointing, very upsetting. When you believe that you have something and someone blatantly tells you, no, you do not have that, it's it's very, very disheartening. And that had been a dream of ours for so long. And to, to just hear that it right. was like a hard no. We were so upset. Right. But after a few months, we picked ourselves up, we dusted ourselves off, yeah. and we kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, did they not taste your porchetta? Like, what's the matter with these people? <laughs> you know what? They did. And they still said that. How could you say no 
At that time, they said they had already had a sister duo and they weren't looking for any other sister duos. And so Maddie and I were like, all right, well, whatever. They they don't see that we have talent. We're going to prove them wrong. And so sometimes it's the people who do say no to you that fuels the fire to keep going. Once once that happened to us, this quote that we've heard really, really like struck us and it really hit us hard. And this quote is, um, oh, my goodness, I'm like drawing a blank right now. I'm drawing a blank. The quote, I, I think I know the quote you're talking about. It said, when you're having a meeting, do not bring any porqueta. <laughs> Wait, what is it? No. It's, oh, no, I, I don't know what it is. It's be, sorry, it's be so good that they can't ignore you. Yes. Sorry, that is, that is uh, it. And that, that, so that quote literally struck us so much. And we were like, we are going to be so good that they can't ignore us. Yeah, yeah, you are beyond so good. And I tell you, your food is so tasty because I've tried it and I've seen it. So um, just getting better. I love it. So that being said, I mean, you you had your experience with the executives at the Food Network. Is there a, an ebook coming out? Is there a, a hardcover published uh, cookbook you want to come out with? Is the ultimate goal maybe one day to have your own TV show on the Food Network or maybe a little bit of all three? Well, what are the goals going forward? I, I, I honestly feel like the sky is the limit for us. We definitely want a cookbook in the future and we've sort of set goals for ourselves depending on the years and as we go along this journey. Who knows? Right. I, I think when we started this, a sh- getting a show on a major network was more of a goal to yeah, us than it is like, now. That was the ultimate goal. But now yeah. we're really like, we just want to roll with the punches. We want to continue learning. We want to continue growing. And depending right. on what happens, we'll see how things play out. We don't idolize one particular goal. You have to be open because you never right. know. Obviously, working hard, you don't know where your journey is going to take you. And that is scary and also fun at the same time. Exactly. And we, we really like having the full control over producing our YouTube series right now. Right. So right. We're, we're, we, we really enjoy what we're doing currently. Yeah. Well, all these actions that you're undertaking build nothing but confidence, self-esteem, and you're not afraid to open that unknown door in front of you. And uh, I, that's what I admire and respect uh, from both of you. It's fantastic. Well, thank you, Robert, because it only takes the more things that you do, like like all the things that we just shared, like going to food now, yeah. quitting our day jobs, all of those things make you more and more confident as you go. So you, you're more likely right. to take more risks as you go because that, that confidence is there. So who knows? Give it another couple of years. Like, no, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Barbecue break family on the show today on Canada's News Barbecue Podcast Show. Maddie and Kiki are here. You can follow them on Twitter at Maddie and A-N-D Kiki. You can find them on YouTube at Maddie and Kiki. And also, there's a ton of information on your website, uh, recipes, videos at www.maddieandkiki.com. You're on Instagram. You have over 23,000 followers strong and growing. Um. I have the utmost respect for both of you. I thank you so very much for joining me today. You know I love you both. The community at large, I know I can talk on their behalf. We thank you for sharing. We thank you for inspiring. We thank you for spreading your barbecue cheer and for just being yourselves.
I love it. I love you. And I thank you ever so much for joining me on my podcast show. Robert, thank you so much. Again, we are so honored that you invited us on. Have us back anytime. And we wish you all the best with this podcast journey that you're on. I know it's going to be successful. You, you are made to do this, Robert. Yeah, the amount of research you. that you I did for this today, that's, that's unlike anything we've ever experienced. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, I, I I just feel comfortable with you too, so it's all good, my sisters. <laughs> well, uh, I love you both. Thank you. That's it. Wh- whether or not you wanted me as a sibling or not, you got me, baby. <laughs> You're the brother we always wanted. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So do me a favor. Say, uh, two sisters who I'm sure you'll be putting to good use maybe later. Peggy Sue. I miss them, and maybe one day I'll get the grill with all four of you. Until then, thank you. I love you. Keep up the great inspirational work. Ciao and cheers. Thank you so much, Robert. Thanks, we love Robert. You. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.